1: It's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. This is Red Eye Radio.
2: All across the USA and around the world, we are Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. Download our Red Eye Radio app today. And if you can't listen live overnight, you can listen when and where you want. We should start out with an entertaining audio cut, don't you think? Why not? I think so, yes. In fact,
0: I'm going to share with you a very simple story, which is that I went home one day and I said, well, what's? why are conservatives bad,
1: Mommy? Because I thought we were supposed to conserve (laughs) things. I couldn't reconcile it. Now I can. (laughs) oh."
2: And then she started talking about water.
3: So, you know, water policy can go in all these different, it it flows in different directions.
0: (laughs) That will make me retire.
2: (laughs) What, if she becomes president?
0: No, if you keep playing the audio clips. (laughs) Yeah, oh my gosh! It's, just, it's so hard to listen to. It really is.
2: Well, she's not telling the truth. She actually never went up to her mother and said that. She Wait had, a minute.
0: Uh, yeah. Are you calling Kamala Harris? The yeah. Lie? Yes,
2: I am. I'm calling. I'm calling her out on that. She didn't actually go up. Mom, what's you? wrong with conservatives? They conserve.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Huh. I said it before she sounds like a first grade teacher uh, talking to first grade students. <laughs> I want to make that clear <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah yeah it's bad yeah. yeah so so are we shocked that the party doesn't has not been mentioning her at all for 24.
2: <laughs> Well, we laugh. You have, if you're a Democrat, you have to cringe. But then again, they nobody cringes over Biden, so why would they cringe over her? They know they're not competent to run. Nobody wants them to run. The Politico article, and again, Politico is a liberal publication, said everybody, you know, is stating Biden, Biden, Biden. Nobody wants Biden, but they're scared to death. They don't know what to do. They want to endorse somebody else besides Biden, but they know they have to find a way to bypass Harris. Because mm. you cannot say, okay, we don't want Biden. We don't want Harris, Gavin Newsom in there. In the party of identity politics where everything is judged by identity Even if you tried to bypass Biden and say he's too old, you have to defer to Kamala Harris because of her identity. You cannot, as a Democrat, as a white man Democrat, just ignore Kamala Harris.
0: I think it's clear this is why they are now standing behind Biden.
2: Yeah, there's no choice.
0: Because there is no way you can leapfrog over her.
3: Yeah.
2: It's,
0: it, you, it can't be done. We said it from the beginning when there was talk about him not running, when the polls showed and still show that the majority of Democrats don't want him to be the guy. It doesn't matter. He's the guy. He's the guy. And he's going to win. Oh, no, he's the guy. Greatest president ever. He's... Why is that? Because we don't dare shove her aside and put in a
2: white guy. And we, Another white guy. And, and by the way, the pol- we're referencing the political article that wrote about this. Mm-hmm. You can't bypass a black woman who's vice president. Well, you can't do that as a Democrat.
0: And thank you, Politico, for listening because we've been saying it from the beginning.
2: Well, but when we say it, we say it from experience going back years. Mm-hmm. And this goes back to... Uh, the primary of 2008, mm. Hillary Clinton and, and Barack Obama, mm-hmm. and we asked only Democrats to call and tell us who they support by or Biden, uh, Obama, or Hillary, and to give us a reason why. Yeah, and except for one call, and this is when when we we kept taking calls after about an hour and a half, and we just said, "Wow." Mm-hmm. not one person has mentioned an issue and then somebody did remember that after we stated that yeah we didn't initially tell us you know say you know we did say give us a call and tell us why mm-hmm. we didn't say you must state an issue we just said tell us why every single caller that we got except when we mentioned it and then we got one caller who said well obama will keep us out of war mm-hmm. remember that
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah every single caller was we need the first woman or we need the first black Right. Every single caller was based on identity. So at that point, you you know, we started realizing it's just there may be Democrats now that that look and see that identity politics has failed them miserably. But for years, they've been right behind the Democratic Party. Everything is identity. Now they get into arguments over which identity is a bigger victim. Mm-hmm. And you did back then. No, it's time for a woman. No, it's time for. A black, no, it's time for a woman. And it was like, whoa. And then people would get angry. Yeah. And, you know, and then you had people calling up explaining why one identity was a bigger victim than another. It was bizarre. You and I just went, wow, we could never do liberal talk radio. (laughs) And not many people could. (laughs) not successfully that's what, that's what, <laughs> not commercially not commercially but it was it was the b- most bizarre thing so if if you wonder why we talk about identity politics and we talk about how mainstream it is inside the democratic party it's because we we've uh, we have felt it yeah <laughs> and this isn't like the same this isn't like doing math with feelings i want to make this clear <laughs> this is observing what people say and getting a feel for what the party is about and then looking Right now, as you look at the Democratic Party, what every single Democrat, you know, uh, talks about. Look on the the equality bill, the equity bill. You see that, that Bill Maher asked uh, <laughs> Bernie Sanders the difference between equity and equality, and he couldn't – he didn't know. Right. And he said they did that on purpose because they're trying to make equity mean equality.
0: No, that's that's exactly it. They try and make it sound noble. Yeah. And they try and make it sound like another – uh a, a step in the civil rights movement in a civil rights uh, cause, but that's not what it is, and there's a reason that Bernie can't define it
2: and And it's really interesting because when it gets down to uh, you know, we mentioned about the the sports writer uh, uh, for what uh, the Washington Post mm-hmm. saying that Major League Baseball should move all spring training out of Florida because basically uh DeSantis is a racist and uh, he's attacking diversity mm-hmm. and it's because you know he doesn't want critical race theory taught which of course is absolutely a racist philosophy and they say he doesn't want african american studies no he doesn't want uh liberal delusions right and liberal right. falsehoods uh you know um uh, uh, you know brought uh uh you know brought into it uh, all but uh they, so so they they say, and we saw it with DeSantis with, um, oh, who was it? Was it wasn't Martha Reddit? No, no, it was uh, I can't think of it from CNN on the uh, not being precise.
0: Oh no, from MSNBC.
2: Was it MSNBC? Yeah, um, Andrew – Andrea Andrew, Mitchell. Andrea Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she you know she was saying she well, was imprecise yeah she was imprecise because mm-hmm. she said DeSantis doesn't want to teach slavery right. they couldn't get by that so now they say african american studies right. they keep they keep trying to soften the impact of the lies by evolving the lies
0: yes moving the goalposts which right. is what they're good at
2: and and trying to say well he's against equality mm-hmm. and you know it's just like pfft. and and if you want it if you want to die on the hill that equality and diversity is about teaching sexualized content to first, second and third graders and telling first, second and third graders that if they're a boy they can be a girl just because they say so, if that's what you want the hill you want to die on and call that equality, and diversity, we say, go for it. Hmm. And see how... Success, but that's what they're doing. You know, the, the you think about it, the DeSantis, everything that happened where DeSantis won has just had the left doubling down on the fact that he's more of a racist and more against diversity. Yeah. Right. It hasn't stopped. They haven't looked at it and said... Look, we got killed because he explained it to the people. And if you explain what we actually mean, we lose big time and we lose by record numbers. Yeah, We get killed. They don't care. No, they don't. No. Nope. We're just going to double down and we're going to lie about it and see it. Well, we can't convince the people of Florida. Maybe we can convince the people uh, uh, elsewhere. And that's the whole point because they're they're political activists, and that's what well, they are. Well, and that's we, it. No,
0: you, you just hit on something. We can, If we can convince people outside of Florida, then we can, because that's the idea, is to get ahead of him before 24 or 28. Right. Because they believe he's going to run. And so what do you do? It's the abstract thing. Define the police. Well, define the police in your town. No, 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 no. I mean, in those towns where the police aren't acting properly. Those police, not my police. So you can then get away with it. They believe they can get away with it by basically, you know, isolating him, you know, to Florida. And the majority of people don't live in Florida. And you just make him sound like a racist and you just keep that going. You're not going to win it inside of Florida, but that's not the job. The task at hand is to try and destroy him or hang a cloud over him. Before 24 or 28.
2: But the example of is is they couldn't win it in Florida. Nope. And they lost by – they they took a purple state and made it a red state. Right. By trying to argue the insanity that they're attempting to argue. I mean, it doesn't – you think about it, it doesn't make any sense. I did see somebody the other day saying, you know something? It comes from the fact that these young people are embracing this – Not everywhere, not in Florida they did, but in other places they embrace it because this is their religion. They don't have religion, and so it's okay. If religion makes things up, so can we. A boy can be a girl because a boy says so. Mm -hmm. Now, nobody has really confronted them, nor have they answered the femophobia and misogyny of it all. No. Of men dictating what a woman, definition of a woman is. Nobody has confronted them with it, and if they have, there has been no answer given back from the left on it. Yeah, and and that's it.
0: It's going to be, it's always going to be, well, our truth is the truth, and you just deny, deny, deny. Keep telling it. Look, they're willing to tell any lie and every lie. Why not that one?
2: thing is, in politics, you should learn something. If you can convince a state, if you can change a state and have the record numbers that DeSantis have, and you use the same line of attack that you did and you lost incredibly big and you believe that it's going to work across the rest of the country, you're probably delusional. Or you have no place else to go. Right. Because how can you defend teaching sexualized content to first graders? Right. How can you defend? How can you defend any parent? And then you say, well, the parents shouldn't be involved. We're right. We're the educators. We know what kids should be taught and kids should be taught sexualized content. And they should be told in first grade that if they're a boy, they can be whatever gender or sex they wish to be just by thinking it and saying so. Mm I mean, how do you you evolve that into an argument that you can win? You can't. So you have to use the same argument. Or you have to, as we've said, lie about it. Yep. Hey, this, this is don't say gay. Don't say gay. We need to lie about the law because we, damn it, we can't win you if we tell the truth to the people of America. <laughs> yeah. So we've got to lie.
0: we never win that. So you just make it up as you go along. And and, and, and again, they think they think they're going to win. Andrea Mitchell knew that day that she was lying. It's not being imprecise. It's being a liar. And there is a difference.
2: Well, her husband was used to, you know, fudging on his predictions of economic growth. Why not?
0: Fed chairman, you can make it up as you go along, right? (laughs) Why not?
2: Oh, we have some Fed stuff coming up. Paul's, we do Paul's meeting, right? With, with, uh, well,
0: that will be next week. But uh, next, yeah, his uh, his testimony is going to be this week. Uh, oh, okay. Let's see the the Fed meeting actually is coming up later this oh, month. Oh no, that's what, 21st, I mean. that's what I meant. Yeah. I mean, when
2: I meant the meeting, I meant his yeah. his uh, testimony before Congress.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be question and answer time. Yeah, uh, both in the Senate. Senate is today. Senate banking and uh, and then I'm House financial tomorrow.
2: I'm hearing a half a point the next two times.
0: Uh, uh yeah, we'll see. Uh, they'll announce that later after the meeting in that uh, which will be I think the twenty first, twenty second of this month. So we'll see what he says about the economy today and tomorrow uh, uh, before uh, the, these committees and what indication that might give us. On a half a point or wherever they might go.
2: Eight six six ninety Red Eye.
3: How are food shoppers changing their shopping patterns in reaction to rising prices? Andy Harrig with the Food Industry Association told USDA's Outlook Forum the latest surveys show first
2: sixty percent are looking for more deals.
3: More sales, discounts. Harrig says right now deals are hard to find, but
2: you're starting to see on the perimeter. The fresh sections, you're starting to see
3: those deals return. Not so much in other sections. Number two... People are buying more store brands.
2: We particularly see that in... Store-brand bottled water, creamers and milks, and then also store-brand deli meats and deli spreads.
3: Number three, and this makes a lot of sense.
2: People are buying fewer items as well. The, the volumes are going down.
3: As prices are going up, shoppers are cutting back particularly on bakery items and seafood, but they're boosting purchases of energy and sports drinks.
2: That category is on fire. You cannot keep that on the shelves. People are spending money on that like crazy.
3: He says it's the same for breakfast food. Gary Crawford for the U.S. Department of Agriculture. This report is made possible by Cenex
0: Roadmaster XL Premium Diesel and Citgo Lubricants.
1: Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio.
0: Brought to you by Motel 6. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about...
2: In TreadEye Radio, he's Eric Curly and I'm Gary McNamara. One out of four Americans who traveled to Mexico last week and was subsequently shot at and kidnapped has been identified by a member of his family. Zelandia Brown of Florence, South Carolina, identified her younger brother, Zindal Brown, as one of the four kidnapping victims and says she remains in contact with the FBI and local officials mm. She said, this is like a bad dream you wish you could wake up from to see a member of your fam- or your own family thrown in the back of the uh, of a truck and dragged. It's just unbelievable. Uh, she said her brother lives in Myrtle Beach and two of his friends accompanied a third friend who planned to visit Mexico for tummy tuck surgery. Hmm. That's why they went down there. And, um uh, uh, she said uh, the group was extremely close and that her brother expressed his hesitancy over the trip. He kept saying, we shouldn't go down there. Does this finally, this situation in the video and knowing that it's Americans, even though it happened on the other side of the border, does this wake anybody up in, in Congress or the Democrats at all as to the danger and the power of the of the Mexican cartel and the danger that they it poses. Well, they they pose not I, it, yeah. they pose to I United States. I
0: don't think it does. Quite unfortunately, I really don't have the confidence that it will. And one of the things about the new Jalisco uh, cartel is that they are violent for the sake of being violent, unlike the previous cartels, and it's I fear is only going to get worse. I don't know if we'll ever do anything about it.
2: Jerry McNamara. So, uh, actor Ben Savage, uh, who, uh, I guess he was, uh, his claim to fame is, uh, his role on boy meets world, the TV show. Yeah. Has officially launched his campaign to replace representative Adam Schiff, who's running for the Senate, as we know, in California,
1: hmm.
0: which is interesting because Adam Schiff is the president of the Ben Savage fan club. <laughs>
2: You ready for his statement? Yeah. Well, I have
0: read it, but yeah, go ahead.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah because yeah. you got to read yeah, it. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, okay. It's, yeah. What? What's? What's he going to do? I mean, what are the issues he's going mm-hmm, to stand on? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Together we, we can do better. <laughs> I am a proud Californian, a Californian a union member, and longtime resident of District 30 who comes from a family of unwavering service to our country and our community. I firmly believe in standing up for what is right, ensuring equality, and expanding opportunities for all. I'm running for Congress because it's time to restore faith in government by offering reasonable innovative, and compassionate solutions to our country's most pressing issues. And it's time for new and passionate leaders who can help move our country forward. Leaders who want to see government operating at maximum capacity, <laughs> unhindered by political divisions uh-huh. and special interests. Blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, when I read the unhindered by special interests, I was, I was thinking to myself, I wish he would have put that first at the beginning of the statement because I could have tuned out earlier. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Why doesn't Fred Savage run? His older brother. He should run. The Wonder Years versus Boy Meets World. Yeah. Um, It's, uh, okay.
2: (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Okay. Whatever. I have nothing to say. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> you know. You. You know why? Mm. In his statement, there's absolutely nothing to comment it's, on. It's. It's blah
0: blah 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 blah. blah. blah, blah yeah. Blah, it's blah. okay. Fine.
2: <laughs> this. This is Rush being inducted into the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. I'm the, going to. Yeah. I'm Ben Savage, and I'm going to say nothing. Right. Vote for me because I can use words yeah that don't say anything, yeah yeah he he ran for what was it city
0: council or something before, and that didn't go well
2: well, I mean, it's look, it's the way we think here on red eye, if you're going to run for office, have, have a, a point. point from planes, trains, and automobiles, yeah. You're going to, I you know,
0: I, I don't, uh, I don't care. (laughs) It's it's California. (laughs) Look, if Adam Schiff can win, then in that district, then okay, fine. Then I'm sure Ben will do fine or not. And if he does great, if he doesn't great, I don't care.
2: Well, they said the advantage is he has name recognition. Yeah. The funny thing is, in the analysis of him, yeah. nothing talks about where he stands on the issues no. and what he would do differently. No. It's all, he has name recognition, and here's his statement blah, 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 blah. Yeah. No,
0: we'll just go vote for Boy Meets World.
2: The kid on Boy
0: Meets World, come on. His girlfriend, Chima Chango, what was her name? I
2: never watched that show. Forget, I forget.
0: I forget. My kids did. And I forget the, there was a his girlfriend on there, and it was you know that's yeah i I, I just, just what why not?
2: well, uh fauci's in trouble because mm. he's lost Jonathan Turley mm. Jonathan Turley, the Democrat constitutional law professor. Uh, who, uh, of course, is at times when you he's now an enemy on the left. He's viewed as a right winger because mm-hmm. he believes in the Constitution. <laughs> as a Democrat, he believes in the Constitution. I have a question. I'd ask him, how much longer are you going to be a Democrat? I'd ask to Jonathan Turley. <laughs> I think it, he he would view that as a fair question. Yeah, why not? Uh, but he says, I have not. Uh, I have not been a vocal critic of Doctor Fauci, but I do think. He's been less than forthcoming on this issue. You know, obviously, Dr. Fauci got a lot of things wrong. I mean, at the very beginning, he praised China for being for being extraordinarily transparent and cooperative for a change. Now, we all know, Dr. Fauci, that was not a mistake that he made. He didn't get that wrong. Uh, he lied. Okay. We still don't even know what that was based on and what we now know is, that China basically destroyed evidence, arrested or threatened scientists, and all but shut down any efforts to find out the origins of COVID. So, Jonathan Turley, I'm sure, is being generous there. We believe Doctor, we believe Doctor Fauci lied. Yeah. Uh, now, this is from Jonathan Turley. We're finding out that Doctor Fauci was pushing this study and funding it. That's really sort of disturbing when you put it in the context of what we know what was going on. We now know because litigation that the CDC had back channels to social media to censor people, to target people who would be suspended. We also know, of course, that various scientists were effectively silenced or shunned and that one of the criticisms that I have had with Dr. Fauci and his colleagues is they really said nothing during this period. You know, Mm -hmm. I look to these free speech issues particularly and as very qualified and respected scientists, were being silenced and shunned. We didn't hear a peep of objection from people like Fauci to say, you shouldn't be suspending these people. You should allow this debate to occur on social media because these are some of the best-known scientists during that period. But instead, the media worked with the CDC, and they effectively shut down this debate. When you've lost Turley... You're in trouble. And the reason he lost Turley, as we mentioned earlier, is probably the same reason that uh, (laughs) Turley uh, has the opinion he has on influence peddling and Hunter Biden and Joe Biden because of the actual evidence that exists Mm -hmm. on the text, emails, and voicemails. Right. Yep. And speaking of Hunter Biden... Mm -hmm. The Treasury Department will testify before the House Oversight Committee on Friday about its withholding of 150 suspicious activity reports generated by the Biden family and their associates by unusual foreign or high-dollar transactions. This is something I want to see. Mm. The Treasury's Jonathan Davidson, Assistant Secretary for Legislative Affairs, will testify before the committee about why the agency has refused to provide these SARs, they call them, which often contain evidence of potential criminal activities such as money laundering and fraud. House Oversight uh, Committee Chair James Comer is investigating James and Hunter Biden along with Eric uh, Schwerin uh, for nine violations, including wire fraud and money laundering. During its investigations, the Treasury had tried to stonewall Comer's request for these documents because the reports are uh, a key trove of information that will provide details about the family's foreign business transactions, along with knowledge of whether President Joe Biden remains compromised by foreign governments through his family business. Mm-hmm. Comer stated Saturday in a press release that he intends to examine legislative solutions to ensure Congress has timely access to. ...to these documents. That will be interesting to see. We are concerned that the Treasury Department is acting in bad faith... ...to produce these documents to the Oversight Committee... ...when we know that it has already produced them to another Congressional office. Mm. At next week's hearings, a Treasury Department official can explain to Congress... ...and the American people why the Department is hiding critical information. In January, Davidson denied the committee's request... For the 150 documents flagged by U.S. banks citing improper disclosure of relevant information that could reduce the Biden administration's ability to conduct law enforcement, intelligence and national security activities. While the Treasury Stonewalls Comer, the Biden's family's top financial lieutenant, uh, Schwerin, is expected to soon provide requested documents to the committee, Schwerin, who shared bank accounts with President Joe Biden and was dubbed the family's money man, was also the president's uh, uh, Rosemont-Seneca partners' uh, head, a fund created by Hunter Biden and several associates that spawned business deals in Russia, Ukraine, China, and Romania. Mm. So there you go. They didn't say what congressional office they did supply them to and why they can't get them from that congressional office unless it's a Democrat congressional office and they won't share it with them. Mm. And the other thing that came across also the other day, the uh, complaint that Hunter Biden advised the office of Vice President Biden on Burisma, a potential uh, uh, violation of failing to register as a foreign agent. Hunter Biden advised the office of Vice President Joe Biden in 2014 on how to handle media inquiries regarding his position on the board of the Ukrainian energy company Burisma. In April of 2014, he joined the board of Burisma just two years before Joe Biden stated he forced the firing of the prosecutor Shokin investigating Burisma. Despite Hunter's lack of experience in Ukraine or the energy market, he was paid $83,000 per month by the energy company or a million dollars a year just weeks after his father was announced announced Point person on U.S. foreign policy towards Ukraine. You know, you think about this. You, this we already said because of what we know now. This this makes the first impeachment of Trump completely and totally bogus.
0: Oh yeah, which we knew at the time, but <laughs> we did. Yes, this this nails that coffin shut, no doubt. But I mean, you look at that. Um, uh, all the 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 levels of. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, lines that have been crossed there. If it's true that Hunter is advising his father on how to basically discuss Hunter's position on the board, a Burisma. My gosh, all the—I uh, don't know how many lines they crossed on that one. And what did we have in that impeachment? What was the basis for that impeachment? Trump talking to uh, the incoming president of Ukraine saying, listen, we're going to hold you to your campaign promises when it comes to the fraud. And specifically something that's going on that now we're getting evidence on, by the way, all these years later. That's all that was. Oh, but he withheld – the United States can withhold whatever they want to withhold from Ukraine in terms of – and he ended up giving more equipment than Obama gave them. Think about the nature of how all of that went. And all he was saying was, you were going to do something about corruption. You promised to do something about corruption. We're
2: going to hold you to that. And as we said at the time, we knew the State Department was concerned about what Hunter Biden was doing. Right. So there was that question that existed. Why was Hunter Biden? Why was he on the board of barisma to begin with? And so you can sit there and say there were if if you're the ultimate cynic, you can still say there were two purposes. One would be political. The other, though, is the fact that there was legitimate corruption in Ukraine that may have involved the the, the Biden family. Where we now know the Biden family has enriched itself from Ukraine, China, whatever. It all depends on what laws were broken. But is it corruption?
0: Yes. And you already had Biden on camera boasting about. I told them to fire that guy, and they fired him. Yep. Yep. And yet,
2: it was impeachment worthy. Wow. Eight six six ninety red eye.
1: Lines open for your calls. 866 90 Eye on Red Eye Radio.
2: It's Red Eye Radio. He's our Carley. I'm Gary McNamara. How did they write that?
0: Okay, this is CNBC and they're okay. covering uh, Fed Chairman Powell who's going to be testifying in the Senate today on the Senate Banking Committee and tomorrow the House Financial Committee. And so here it is. A uh, The markets have also been torn between wanting the Fed to – what do you you mean torn and wanting wanting the Fed to bring down inflation and being worried that it will go overboard? No, no, the markets react to whichever way it's going to go. But if the markets believe that he's not serious, the Fed isn't serious about getting on top of inflation – then we'll see that reaction in the markets. The markets aren't torn. (laughs) The markets are confused. (laughs) The markets are sad.
2: The markets are very sad today. If you you can add feelings to math. No, that's exactly it. That's what I thought of. Feelings to the market. Yeah, that's
0: what I thought of. The markets are sad today. (laughs) That's going to be next. We lose 100 points of the doubt. The markets were sad today.
1: (laughs) This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One.